30 days in the sausage hut, 30 days in the hole, 30 days in the football, 30 days in Machu Picchu, 30 days in El Chapo, 30 days in everybody. Rolling towards halfway through the month of September. We're going to get more content than we've ever gotten. So you hold up your end of the bargain and tell all your friends. Tell them to tune in and download, subscribe, and all that stuff. And since we had such a good response for our fantasy football roundtable, we're going to bring them back. We're bringing back the Michi. Bringing them back for the fantasy football. What do we call it? It's a. It's not much of a round table if there's only two of us, but it's a fantasy football update week two primer. What do you want to call Michi, welcome back to the Sausage Hut. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm very happy to be in the Sausage Hut. It's one of my favorite foods. <laughs> and we're here to talk about some fantasy football week two. Mr. Kielbasa, week two. It was a, it's been a long time coming, too. I, I never thought week one would get here. I never thought the preseason would end. And then when it finally got here, it was a – I mean, it was just a, an emotional – dragging us over the coals with so many crazy things happening. A lot of people picked things on their fantasy team that didn't work out. A lot of unpleasant and pleasant surprises for other people. I know that I took an ass-kicking in week one. I know that the Browns – they tied a game against the Steelers, which a lot of people say is a loss. I think it's a win. And Michie's New York football jets going berserk. There was fireman Ed at that Lions game, and he was having more fun. No one was throwing things at him, which is really why he left the Jet Stadium, because people would throw their beer and their soda at him. They were tired of his nonsense. Well, the Detroit fans are so jaded by now. They haven't had much to cheer about lately, so they're not. They're, I think they probably looked at him more as an abstract thing, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I hear you. Oh, You're yeah. a Jets here's fan. Another, here's another New Yorker showing off. Right, like, what do, you want, what do you want from us? We're the Lions. See, the Detroit Lions are a funny case. They're they're emblematic of why the preseason. It's just so hard to get a good handle on what you're going to see in fantasy football. It's useless. The, pre, the preseason when we were young people, young people, the uh, you know week three mattered. You saw the players. You saw the starters. Now in vogue is let's keep everyone healthy and not show anything. And, man, does that affect fantasy football. There are some stinkers, and there's some kids who wish they could redraft right now. Yeah. We're here to help. Let's let's try and help everyone move through to week two and um, be on top of what's happening. And so they can, you know, profile in front of their friends, get that happy dance on, and send as many obnoxious texts to everyone in their league as they feel free to do. Yeah, the good thing about – being a fantasy football expert, all these guys that think they know what they're talking about and they sound like they know what they're talking about, people never go back and see if they actually knew what they were talking about once the season starts. But, you know, it's 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 a crapshoot. I, I don't care what you're saying. You know, oh, oh, you don't want to draft this guy in this round and all the re- – I, I so, I'm so sick of the politics of reaching for somebody. It's like give me a break. If Okay, if you want to get – a tight end in the third round what you know you want to reach for Gronkowski it's not the end of the world you want to reach for Aaron Rodgers go ahead you're get, you, what are the chances of you having two wide receivers that are just going to kick ass all the way through what are the chances of you having 
a defense. You know, you everybody streams defense nowadays anyway. And I'll tell you what, I had the Saints defense. They gave up 48 points. I got plenty of other defenses to choose from, but the Cleveland Browns are going down to New Orleans, and I'm sticking with the New Orleans Saints defense. The New Orleans game is very interesting against Cleveland. That is uh... – Let's see, is that, is that a 1 o'clock game? Um, I don't, uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a 1 o'clock game. Let's so, start right there. So that means it's a noon game for the Saints. Correct. And in my opinion, in that game, I see Mr. Kamara as being fantasy relevant because the guy is awesome. And no one else on the Saints I'm going to trust. I'm going to say Mr. Breeze is never going to score that many fantasy points ever again wow ever again and i see that game as like a bang 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 defensive struggle just because both teams are going to improve on what they did new orleans cannot lose and as you mentioned cleveland tied their first game so I know you Cleveland backers took it as a w in some respect and i can see that a lot of people didn't and, a lot of people didn't but you came back and fought yeah. And it was against the Stellars. The Stellars. The 13 and, and 3 last year Stellars who should have been could have been in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, the Steel well, this we'll get to the Steelers, but the Brownies <laughs> they they were I like their quarterback and if you need a streaming quarterback as long as the number 5 is in the game, you can take them. When Baker Mayfield shows up, actually I would pick up Baker Mayfield the week before he shows up. Yeah. Have him ready. Because the kid has talent, and he has talent around him. It should be very interesting. But I see a very much a defensive struggle in that particular ballgame. I like your wide receiver, Mr. Landry. Again, I like your quarterback. If you're in a pinch, and what is the pinch in week one? The pinch is the status of Aaron Rodgers. The other pinch is the status of Marcus Mariota. you got two quarterbacks who are probably not going to play. Hmm. And that Brown quarterback, number five for Cleveland, is going to play. Ty, well, how did they pronounce his name? He uh, decided after five years. Well, the, I, I, well, I think people are just going Tyrod. But I'll tell you what yeah. about Tyrod. He doesn't usually throw interceptions or turn the ball over. But I think since after last week, he's going to try to start. He's going to try to start pushing the ball where he shouldn't. And I think he's going to throw a few picks for my New Orleans Saints defense. So what I'm hoping is Taylor throws three picks. And the Browns win. And that'll be the best of both worlds for me. I can I can see that, but I ha I have uh I have both defenses showing up. And if you're interested in uh acquiring uh an interesting defense, Cleveland has one. They do. They do. I mean they Very had a nice. they had a big game it, it, you know, who I always say week one is jump to conclusions week. Every you know, it's like you can't take week one for anything because anything can happen in week one in anything it doesn't matter who you know the jets hey what can you say about them if it's what about what's his name uh the dude from tampa fitzpatrick ryan fitzpatrick fitz magic, fitz magic. Fitz magic. is everybody jumping on that train you know i have uh i have uh in my overreaction because that's basically what people do people jump to conclusions as you said i have uh fitz magic meets brotherly love violence <laughs> and we'll move into that game next but just as far as the saints against cleveland goes my particular overreaction to week one is the new orleans defense they will not give up 28 points for another six weeks their defense will show up they have to 
that just in terms of overreactions in that Cleveland game. But you brought up Tampa Bay and Fitzmagic lighting up the world. They're going to the city of brotherly love for, uh, I would hope that's a 1 o'clock game. Let's see. When are they playing that game? Uh, at Philly. Um, it's No, it's at Tampa Bay, 1 o'clock. Oh, it's at Tampa? My yeah. Bad. Yeah, it's a 1 o'clock game. Oh, hey, Michi, one more thing about, about Saints-Browns that we got to bring up. Sean Payton and Greg Williams hate each other because they got, you know, they went down with that whole, uh, right. what, do you, what do you call it? Um, Bounty gate. Bounty gate. Yeah. You, um, Williams sold out Payton in front of the commissioner over that whole thing. So they, you know, they, Payton really wants to win and Williams really wants to hurt the entire New Orleans Saints football team. So that's another subplot to that game. It's going to be a slobber knocker. That's an excellent – that is an excellent point because let's say it this way. The players are one thing, but the grown-ups, the old men in the group, mm-hmm. hate each other. Yeah. And the intensity should be – like, yeah, that intensity in that game should be pretty good. Again, I, I don't see a lot of points, though. I can see a very physical game, but I believe both defenses will knuckle down. And uh, I'll tell you what. I'm going to take Greg Williams to beat up his old boss. Give me the brownies. <laughs> you handicapping too? First time in like a thousand years. I'll take it. I'll take it. So, okay. Sorry. Right. We spent enough time on Saints Browns, man. We got to go ahead, places, Mitch. Where do you want to go next, buddy? Speaking of places where people live, but don't want to, let's go to Philadelphia <laughs> against Tamper. Okay. And I, uh, I have a habit of ripping Philadelphia any, and I'm not going to get hard on it, but. They have world champions. Their defense is going to make Fitzmagic into a clown show. I believe that Tampa is going to get beat and beaten soundly in this game. Fantasy-wise, I would jump all over the Philly defense if you can. Hmm. And I would avoid a lot of players on Tampa. Their running backs are still questionable. Deshaun Jackson is in concussion protocol. He's one of the guys that you have to look at in terms of injury report. As we go through the games, we can highlight the fellas that are hurt. Jackson is hurt. Mike Evans had a fine game, but Philadelphia's defense is tough. We're going to, I hope it rains in Tampa with the storm that's coming in. And I think Philadelphia is going to manhandle them. Well, Philadelphia, I hope so because I have Zach Ertz as my tight end. So I need him to grab a couple touchdowns. Zach Ertz, uh, what a nice ball player! What a great story! I would, uh, I could root for him. I had him on my team last year. He certainly helped me. I won a championship last year. Yeah. And Zach Ertz was a prime time, late round draft pick, and you jumped for him, didn't you, Mister Kilbasa? I'd, I'd, I'd like jumping one. I, I jump one round for just about everybody because I know. I, I, I do too. I mean, I, I get my too. guys up front, and then I start jumping one round because I know the other guys are gonna not jump because they're so afraid of jumping like the the toad was just i mean his biggest fear in life is jumping ahead around in a fantasy football draft so i, I and took how is how and think of the irony it's a toad <laughs> and he's afraid to jump <laughs> does he have a monocle and a walking stick what is going on here? i know toad should, you know toads jump <laughs> not our toad not our toad nope so again i like the philly d i agree with you about taking your players when you want to take them regardless mm-hmm. um in terms of your draft 
if somehow the Philly D is still on the waiver wire, please enjoy the game. Huh. We have another one o'clock game. You brought up uh, my particular favorite team, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You betcha. I made fun of Fireman Ed. And uh, every time I've been to the Jet game, in, a, in and I go to one or two a year, Fireman Ed, Ed is there, and I'm just wondering why I'm not close enough to throw things at him myself. Mm-hmm. I would gladly pay the fine to soak him <laughs> with with a Pepsi or, what you know, an $8 beer. Well, maybe I'll drink the beer, but... Maybe I'll pee in a cup and throw it. Man, I don't that's, know what I would do. That's jet on jet crime, man. You can't have that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Did you see, I believe it was two Lion fans brawled in the stands on Monday night. <laughs> With each other? Yes. I didn't One guy turned around and popped the other guy. I had a fight in Yankee Stadium, much like that, in the 1990s. You're, you were That you were involved in? Oh, I instigated the whole thing. There was about 20 people fighting. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Opening day. I'll tell a quick side Sure, Opening go ahead. Opening day, Yankees, Red Sox. And uh, anyway, we were sitting there having a good time in up, upper deck in left field. And the guy in front of me was a Red Sox fan. So every half inning, I started jiggling my beer to spill on him. And after a couple of innings, his <laughs> back was That's such a dick soap. move. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, and after a couple innings, he turned around and said, look, dude, you do this again, I'm going to knock you out. And I laughed. I said, sit back down, Red Sox fan. Enjoy Oof. the game. <laughs> and I kind of, the guy, the juice man was sitting next to me. He says, come on, let's move over a row that you're going to get rowdy and I don't want to get rowdy. So I said, okay, juice man. And as I got up to move my seat from uh, left, well, from right to left, I dumped the beer on the motherfucker. Oh, he turned around without missing a beat and jumped at whoever was supposedly behind him, me. But I skipped a row, and he got the guy behind me. Oh, man. Face. And the guy behind me and his friends began to pummel him and his friends. <laughs> it was such a brawl that the security guy was holding on to the railing to keep people from falling over the stands. I found out, I went to work two days later and was discussing this and what I did, and people were laughing, and the guy said, I was sitting on the first base side, and Jerry Remy turned, looked, and watched the fight in the outfield. And I said, man, I started that. And he was howling. And uh, so, yeah, drunken fans at the games, man. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, be careful. Discretion is the better part of valor. And I've earned my reputation there, Mr. Cabasa. I have earned my reputation. But I was a younger man at the time. I'm a much more peaceful, loving Mishy. Mishy at Mishy108 on Twitter, by the way. There you go. Football questions, bring it up. Mishy at Mishy108. So we were talking about the fish and the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets. Yes, you know, indeed. Miami's got, you know, Overreaction time. The Jets had a great game. Miami was a little, you know, kind of muddy and not doing too much. Miami is going to win this game on Sunday. And well, I would not, I would not touch a fantasy player on either team if I had the chance. Not Amendola. Not that other dude. Exactly. <laughs> no, I wouldn't touch any of them. I not Kenny you. Stills. I Everybody in the world's picking up Kenny Stills. Everybody in the world has picked up Kenny Stills for the last five years and dropped him <laughs> shortly thereafter. Okay. I can just see a good old-fashioned Jet-Miami game 
not sure who's going to win. There's no Dan Marino. There's no one near Dan Marino playing in this game. There's no one near Larry Zonka playing in this game. There's no one near Don Maynard or Joe Namath or any of the old-timers you want to call out. I think this is a come-back-to-earth game for the Jets, and Miami is going to beat beat the Jets at home, and in New York, that is. And that's just the way it is in the National Football League. How much could you get a ticket for if you wanted to? I could, I can look, but I would assume it's you know a six pack of Budweiser. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. You know, I know that. Uh, well, it's a Miami game. La la la. Snow. You know, it's still early here. The people. The what do they call those snowbirds? Snowbirds. Oh. Snowbirds aren't back yet. So, it's going to be a. You know, kind of a mixed crowd. The Jet fans don't sell out their games anymore. And I just, fantasy, it'd be, you'd be picking one, but the other guy's going to do it. I would avoid it altogether. How about you? With, but that, with that game, I think you're, I think you're under, under you, you're a Jets fan. You're not used to the, the success. So you're just going to think that they're going to snap right back to reality. Whereas, well, we did. We did uh, begin to open this program with overreactions. Right. It's overreaction week. If you're jumping on the Jet bandwagon, take their defense. Okay. What about this Darnold kid? He he, he played very well for a young person. He's the youngest player, from what I understand, not just since the merger, but sometime in the 1950s. He's and the youngest quarterback. It was hilarious that his first pass was a pick six. That was oh, probably was, the best he, thing that could have happened to him. Do you remember last year uh, Kareem Hunt fumbled on his first play against New England? Mm-hmm. Hadn't fumbled ever in college, perhaps ever in high school, and didn't fumble again last year. I could only hope for the same success from uh, Darnold and the Jets. Yeah, But I, I've seen the Jets play too many games. <laughs> and I think this is just going to be an old-fashioned, old-timers day. And they're going to beat each other up. Gotcha. You know, from the 30 to the 30, the 30 to the 30, take a kicker. You want a kicker? Pick one of the two kickers in this game. Lots of field goals. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can we uh, can we stay in the AFC just for a minute? We'll go wherever you want to, Michy. Well, the uh, one of the two worst teams in football is the Buffalo Bills, as you Anyone who watched that Raven game last week was not surprised. Buffalo is so awful. And the Chargers, who can't get out of their way through the first six weeks of any season, are going up to play Buffalo with their now starting Josh Allen at quarterback. And I can see the Chargers just absolutely manhandling Buffalo. In fact, I have the Chargers. You, If anyone has a knockout pool, Pick up the Chargers. They're going to win this game. Mm. Lead pipe lock from the Mish. It's a lot. Oh, totally. And as far as fantasy-wise, um, everyone likes uh, the quarterback out there. Had a great game, Phillip Rivers. I'm a big fan of uh, Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen, everyone has on their roster. And here is the uh, fantasy wide receiver pickup that I'm going to make. And I'm going to take Mike Williams off the waiver wire for San Diego. Mike and I can Williams. tell you why there, Mr. Kilbasa. Yes, indeed. The reason is Terrell Williams 
their other wide receiver dropped four passes that could have changed the course of that game against Kansas City, and he was bad. And he is going to lose his starting job. Mike Williams caught everything, and he's going to take that starting job. No one I know drafted Mike. No league I know of has Mike Williams drafted, except the super deep ones. Our league is not. And Mike Williams is going to be the next stud. So if anyone listening wants a wide receiver, take a little chance. Listen to Mishy because Mishy knows. Hey, that's a tagline, Mishy knows. <laughs> Mike Williams Mike Williams is my surprise guy right now, right here off the Fantasy Wire. Well, you Go better. Yeah, and he's currently owned in 6.3 of the percent of the leagues. So that he's been dropped pe- more than he's been added. This that week. means all 10 people who are going to listen to this podcast, I'm joking, of course, <laughs> all 10 people, all nine people now that I pissed somebody off, I probably pissed off a Red Sox fan and they hung up already. Um, hello, Toad. Uh-huh. Um, Mike Williams is the guy to find if you're looking for a wide receiver who's the next guy up who's going to have a fine year. And that's just I can see it happening. And also the Chargers defense is going to do what the Ravens defense did last year. I mean, last week. Turnovers, sacks, possibly a defensive touchdown. Chargers in a big way. And as far as Buffalo goes, if you have a Buffalo Bill on your team, dude, call me. Tweet me <laughs> at Michi at Michi108. Tweet me so I can laugh at you and say, I got Buffalo fans, and then I can laugh at you because they're awful. Awful. Chris Ivory is available. Yeah, Chris Ivory. Yeah. I love his hair, by the way. I think he's got great hair. He's owned in 0.5% of the leagues if you want a backup running back in Buffalo. If you, if you want a backup running back, if you want a backup running back, oh, my God, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Sorry, Chris Ivory. Sorry, Chris Ivory's mom. Don't do it. Your son sucks and his team is worse. And that's what I say about that game. You like anybody in the Charger uh, versus Buffalo game? Um, no. I mean, well, who's got Shady? Shady's always, you never know if he, he might always have a good game. Shady. I love him. I love anybody with a nickname like Shady's got to be, you know, pretty hip, but I don't see the Buffalo Bills as being complete enough team to even utilize LaShawn McCoy's skill set. And I could see Shady is having a lost fantasy season, just like Buffalo. You know, your Cleveland team hasn't won a game in a little bit. Buffalo is the next Cleveland Browns. State, you know, they well, go they, against them. Yeah, they got rid of everybody. I mean, I don't know why they, they haven't got rid of Shady. I mean, he's the last person left when, when they were trying to win. It's uh, – well, there's, you know, new ownership is now three years old there. I couldn't I couldn't even tell you what their names are. But they, uh, it's a husband and wife team. I think they own the Buffalo Sabres as well. They may own half of Canada for all I know. But they, uh, they are the next level of ego-driven ownership just in it for their own showing off. McCoy had 22 yards. I, I feel really bad for the fans of Buffalo because they're some of the best in football. Buffalo is such a fun town. And, you know, it has a lot of, you know, it's like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, that little triangle there, you know, y'all have a really good time. It's, it, 
maybe because it's so cold. But yeah, really harsh winters, lots of uh, high cholesterol foods, and lots of low calorie beers, basically. Low calorie and beer. lots of wind, lots of Ooh. watery domestic beers, lots of uh, craft beers now, lots of chicken wings and pizza and beef and kielbasa that's a kielbasa it's a kielbasa belt basically oh you know who makes a nice kielbasa pepperidge farm eckridge no they make they make my birthday cake come on man <laughs> eckridge january 24th by the way thank you send cards and letters to michi <laughs> at michi 108 but uh you know the Ukrainian friends that I have always have kielbasa dried hanging in their homes. Nice. And you ever get a little drinking vodka while having kielbasa is just a great thing. Mm. And I know two weekends ago I was plastered doing exactly <laughs> that. It's fantastic. That's it. Sounds like a great way to spend an evening or an afternoon oh, or a late morning. It was. It was. There was some faux Russian mafia guy there who tried to be cool. I put him in his place. <laughs> oh, the moon landing never happened. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Man? Don't landing. give me this. <laughs> the moon landing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But we were. It was. It was. There was a lot of alcohol involved. So it was fun. He didn't shoot me or anything. And his imported Russian dog that looked like some X Files sort of thing. Mm stayed outside and barked at me through the window that I started barking at it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That's good. Speaking of fun. Yeah. How about, how about them green Bay Packers? Um, yeah. Last weekend with and, Aaron Rodgers going down with one fantasy point in the first half coming back and saying, this is Packers bears. I got to play. What give is it? Double wh shot. Give me, he took a dumb, double shot of Demerol walked out there and had, it was, just it's what a man's supposed to be it's what a pro football player's supposed to be i'm hurt but this is the bears and we're the packers and i'm going to play and i'm going to win super impressive was it super staged impressive. was it staged oh yeah ask the, ask the, ask the uh, russian mafia guys oh i paid 15 million rubies for that yeah that's it <laughs> No, it wasn't staged. I've got a lot of NFC. I, I got a lot of NFC battles in my lineup this week. I, I, I Randall Cobb. I left. I left twenty points on the bench from Randall Cobb. He's starting this week because Doug Baldwin got hurt, and I'm afraid to get rid of Alshon Jeffrey because I'm sure if I do, he'll come back and score a million touchdowns. He, uh, just to skip around, I'm um, to understand Alshon is is on the practice field. Just getting ready to start playing again. Yeah. It might not be this week. It might be next week. He's stretching out, riding the bike, doing some push-ups. Well, I wish I could. You know, I've done my push-ups, mm -hmm. but uh, I haven't gotten on a bike in a while. So but I've got – yeah, go ahead. No, that's all right. Then again, you know, you drafted him with the anticipation of waiting. Yeah, well, I yeah. was – yeah, I wasn't expecting Doug Baldwin to, to rip his knee in the first week, even though he was kind of – iffy all through the preseason but he's done good for me in the past so so i've he's got that you know, guys i've got randall cobb going against dalvin cook in my own in my own you know those are my running back and my minute um my receivers going against each other and then i've got my other running back going against my quarterback so jordan howard from the the bears going up against russell wilson from seattle so it's a whole lot of nfc north and the nfc west but those are fun to me, in terms of fantasy games and watching the pro game, mm -hmm. I can watch both sides of the football. Right. You know, and if you're just interested in your fantasy teams. And 
those would be the games that you would hunt down and find a way to watch because you'll be engaged. You know, if your team, you know, if the, the Browns game is over, you know, because I know you'll be watching your home team just like I will be watching mine, but I'll be keeping a, a very close eye on the fantasy reports. And if I have to, I will stream a game or two. I have yet to decide which one. But it sounds to me like you have a couple games that you could, you know, you know, a little dual football watching. I think a lot of people might have the package, and I believe the NFL package, you can put up four games on a screen and watch them all. Oh, that's nice. I don't know how you do that. Maybe I, you got a 60-inch TV, and it's cool as hell, but. I got, know, a 50, I got 55, and that's, I think that's plenty of room. That's neat. That's pretty cool. I have a, I have a, I have a TV. You got to warm the tube up for five <laughs> minutes before it turns on, man. Come on. Does it have one of those? Is it part of the? Look like a piece of furniture. Has a little wooden stakes on it, about it's, six it, inches it, off the it ground. Is about nine hundred pounds, and uh, it says Magnavox on it. And nice. The speaker grill is like this old brown cloth type material that you would see in grandma's house because that damn it that's where i got the tv from mm. god bless you grandma i miss you we all miss but her the tv works once you warm it up that's it it's good it's good minnesota at green bay yeah one o'clock game how's that a I, one uh, o'clock game why are they play that i mean that's noon for them right that's well, I'm on the east coast no i'm, I'm sa- i know it's a one o'clock for us but it's a noon game for them which is, yes, is crazy. I don't see why they don't do more staggered starts in the NFL. It's you know, you it's either one o'clock, four four oh five, or eight fifteen, basically. There there are eight one o'clock games, five four o'clock games, excuse me, four four o'clock games, one night game and one Monday night game. So we're we're one o'clock heavy. We're yeah, one o'clock very heavy. heavy. I don't see Aaron Rodgers playing this week. Really? No. No, I really don't. I think that uh, if you have him and I have him on my fantasy team, I – how do I say this nicely? I'm so confident in Aaron Rodgers that I don't draft the backup quarterback. And the second year in a row, I've been scrambling for quarterbacks. And I think that uh, my option this week is uh, the kid in Minas- – excuse me, the kid in Washington, Mr. Smith, goes to Washington – and I'm playing him. I'm not trusting a Green Bay Packer based on that injury. Now, I uh, could be wrong. They can't do go. They can't go with Deshaun Kaiser, man. They can't. Isn't Rodgers listed as day to day right now? Or is he? Yes. Aaron Rodgers. They called it a knee sprain. Uh huh. Which personally, like I said, that's worth a double shot of Demerol, isn't it? Yeah, and, I mean, it's something. If nothing's torn and it just hurts, yeah. It's worth a shot. I uh, I would say I'm all over Minnesota's defense if I had a chance. If they're on my team, I don't think twice about starting them virtually every week, hmm. at least for the first five or six weeks. And I could see Stephon Diggs having a great game. I can see Green Bay just being another big underdog at home where if Aaron Rodgers plays, your guy Randall Cobb is going to be big. The man Geronimo is going to be big, and I'll tell you why. On the injury report is one Devontae Adams with a bum shoulder after his 53- or 54-yard catch. He landed on it. He can't lift his arm up yet, and it's Thursday. 
That well, was my what? That was my waiver wire pick of the year last year, and I let him go. So I guess I well, made the right move so far. There you go. But Devontae Adams may be banged up. Aaron Rodgers certainly is banged up. So if you're going to play a Packer, you take the WR2, Mr. Cobb. And, if you again, if you don't like Mike Williams, Mr. Geronimo is another free agent who will see some quality plays. We'll see some throws his way. We'll have another opportunity to score another touchdown. Yeah, he's got Aaron he's Rodgers getting a lot plays. of pickups right now. He's only he's only he's owned in five point seven percent of the leagues, but he's getting a lot of ads. But you know, guess who's at the top of the ads of the free agents on uh, our probably uh, some Johnny come lately fits magic, I'll say. Um uh, well I'm I was talking receivers. The oh, number okay. one oh. ad right now is your boy from New York. Quincy and Quincy and Nunwa. Well, getting all Quincy kinds of love. A You know, you, I and Nunwa. He's a big young man. Mm. Oh my God, what a big kid! And okay, more power to you. But don't you kind of see that as one of the overreactions? Well, it, especially if you're a Jets fan. Yeah, of course. If you if if anybody's picking up Jets, it's an overreaction. But at the same time, you might you know why not? With all what what else are you looking at? Brandon Marshall? Eh, he he's you know he's your. Do they what do they say? Handcuff? Do they do handcuffs for wide receivers? They only do that for running backs. He's your he's your Doug Baldwin handcuff. Brandon Marshall. He's getting a lot of pickups. Let's finish with Minnesota at Green Bay. Again, the wide receivers, um, not sure what to say about the Green Bay running attack. Minnesota looked, they looked okay to me. You know, I was, I was a little uh, curious as Kirk Cousins would, would, would run that team, but he's running that team just fine. I look for Minnesota to beat up Green Bay. Hmm. That's, that's if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play? Or Both. either way? Hmm. Both. Both ways. Minnesota's better than Green Bay right now, and that's just the way I feel about it. I can root for I can root for Aaron Rodgers all I want. He's my guy, but I think Minnesota's you know in a major way the team to fantasy wise and real pro football wise. I think Minnesota's got a really nice club, especially with a banged up Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. All right. And we'll all be. We'll all be paying attention. You know, I know you will be. If he's playing, Randall Cobb becomes a hot ticket. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to monitor that because uh, I'm going to have to make a move. If... Oh, if you have any Green Bay players um, in terms of their wide receivers and probably even their running backs, but that is a situation to be closely monitored. And make sure you pay your, you know, your internet bill and your electric bill. You might be having to make some quick moves. Don't be afraid to make them. It's just the way it's just the way it is. Fantasy football. You got to be prepared to make those moves. Are we still? We still don't do pickups till Wednesday morning, right? You can't do Monday and Tuesday, can you? Correct. Okay. You can, well, before the game on Monday, yes. But I believe after the Monday night game closes, it closes. We wait till Wednesday. Okay. Okay. And I know other leagues have different things, um, but that's I like I like you know if I if they didn't play Thursday night football we'd make it Thursday right because as you know in the modern football they don't get back they go into meetings and and doctors rooms on Monday watch film and stuff don't really practice I, and I think they get Tuesday off 
I generally, I think it's one way or the other, one day off or the other, and then you get back to work. But you don't get on the practice field till Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so you really don't have any true information till late Wednesday. And then you got to follow that through Thursday, follow that through Friday, if you choose to, or just catch up on Friday. And if you see, you know, the Aaron Rodgers report or the Devontae Adams report, you adjust accordingly. It's not hours and hours a day that some people might think it is. It's just knowing what to look for, spending a couple moments and moving on with your day. That's the way I approach it. Yeah. And we move on to the game that's going to be a lot of fun. Kansas City is going to Pittsburgh. And weather, weather hoping that the weather is not going to be good. And I've got I've got Pittsburgh's kicker on my team. Pittsburgh's kicker. Well, you're going to find a new one by winter, I assume, because it, the winds that blow out there in Pennsylvania are, are pretty extreme. But early on, he's a great pickup. I look at I'm looking at that game as another fireworks game. If you have Ben Roethlisberger, consider starting him, even though his elbow is a little sore. If you have any of the running backs um, on either team, start them. Any of the wide receivers, start them. The defenses of both Pittsburgh and Kansas City are not what they were, perhaps in your mind's eye, as a dominant squad. Neither of those two teams are dominant defenses, and it's going to be an offensive show. I've always like I've it. always said that Ben Roethlisberger is too dumb to hurt, so it's like he can be hurt, and he's just so stupid that he doesn't even know that he's feeling pains. So he just goes out there and throws the ball anyway. And you called what I did to that Red Sox fan controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Roethlisberger. <clears throat> he's haunted Excuse the Browns. He could have, you know, the Browns could have had him, and he's made him never forget it. The. Um... You, I, I know I could appreciate that in an athlete. Why not? Oh, Why I know. Grudge? I understand. Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant was the same way. Not to say Roethlisberger's and you know that great. Roethlisberger's a Hall of Famer, however. Oh, he is. And you know, I hope he's not a first. I hope they make him wait once or twice. I really do. But he's a talented guy who plays well at home. Um, to understand the weather might not be much of a problem. And there's um, there's a couple comments at the end, perhaps we'll make about how how the hurricane is going to impact the NFL. But I can see, like I said, lots of points in this game. I have Kareem Hunt on my team, five fantasy points in week one. Ouch. If he does not score 18 plus, he's on the trade market Mm. because there's no way that kid is not going to have a big game. Just the way it is. Kareem Hunt's going to have – Tariq Hill had a magic game. Well, Mr. Mahomes had a magic game in week one. Don't look for Mahomes to throw four touchdowns and zero interceptions in this game. Do you think that was look a result for, of game planning, though, last week by Andy Reid? Do you think it was a result yeah, and, of and, him saying, okay, they're going to come after Kareem Hunt, let's do it another way? I, I, think, I think actually both um, because Andy Reid, regular season Andy Reid, is for fantasy football players the guy to watch because he makes if you draft an Andy Reid guy who's touching the ball you'll be rewarded in fantasy football it's just the way it's been it's been that way for how long since he was in Philadelphia so I would take you know wide receivers across the board 
um, on both teams. I would take Connor as the running back. If, you, if no one picked up Connor yet, what the hell is wrong with you? And I would not take a defense in this game. Sure, your kickers are going to get points, but this will be an offensive explosion. First team, the 38 wins this game. And I don't know <laughs> who the first team, the 38 is going to be. That's gotcha. what I see in Pittsburgh. What do you think about Adrian Peterson? Fluke or not a fluke? No fluke. No fluke. No, no fluke. He's available, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, in any number of leagues. Right. And it was a you know, it, if he's if Adrian Peterson is motivated, there's the guy who's a little closer to Kobe Bryant than a lot of people would imagine. Just the best through his career, the best. And a motivated Adrian Peterson, he'd probably be mega mega fantasy points for about two or three weeks. And then his 32-year-old body is going to get dinged. And then we're going to see what we saw for the Cardinals last year, just not getting it done. He came out like a house of fire last year, just like he did this year. Then he tailed off, and then he was done. And I would say if you need a running back, ride the Adrian Peterson train for as long as it can until that one week where it bites you in the tuckus. <laughs> but I love uh, I, I, I'm I've got I caught a lot of flack because I think the Redskins are a very good club. I think that with Philadelphia's injuries and problems on offense, the Redskins will be in first place by week six or tied for first place. And Alex Smith throw the ball to my grandmother if she was open he doesn't care and that is a good combination with coach Gruden out there the other Gruden who if he had his druthers would throw the ball 70 percent of the time and Alex Smith is perfect Alex Smith I is a good quarterback that, and people underestimate him to no end mm -hmm. I think last year with his tremendous season knew he was going to get gone I'm going to air it out. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to play hard. And, all right, this will be controversial. Hashtag, what was it? Michi at Michi108. You can send your notes there. I think Alex Smith is going to be the next reincarnation of Ken Stabler oh. for the next two years. Winning football. Whatever it takes. And D.C. deserves that. You know, there's so much nonsense in Washington, D.C., general area that they deserve a good football team. And I believe they got the right guy to get it there. I'm looking forward to the Redskins absolutely dominating the Baltimore Colts. The uh, the other knockout pool game would be the Redskins this weekend against Indianapolis. And I couldn't tell you what wide receiver, what running back, what tight end is going to do the damage in Washington. They all seem fairly interchangeable. But Alex Smith is the man pulling the trigger. And if he's still on your waiver wire, people, grab him. I grabbed him, and he's starting over Aaron Rodgers this week. I was going to start him over Aaron Rodgers before Aaron Rodgers got hurt because that matchup is so good. How's that, Mr. Kilbasa? That sounds, uh, hey, sounds like a confident response. Well, it's just, it's just uh, Indianapolis is, is bad. Hey, you know, Andrew Luck. We all love him. We all want him to be great again. And he very well could be. But 
his Colts team still sucks. In fantasy, find a wide receiver. Sure, take start Andrew Luck. You're going to need to. Start the other quarterback, Alex Smith. T.Y. Hilton, if you have him, you have you almost have to start him every week. And I would not uh, look – maybe the Redskin defense will show up. May, you know, certainly Adrian Peterson would be a name to put up there. But the Redskin wide receivers, you know, they're the nameless bunch. Maybe that's a good thing because Alex Smith will throw it to anybody. But I look for the Redskins to totally dominate, totally dominate the Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. Okay. There's one, there is one more 1 o'clock game of fantasy relevance, and that is uh, Houston at Tennessee. Huh. I got nobody on that in that. Well, did you happen to hear the news out of Tennessee in terms of the injury report? I didn't. Mr. Mariota has an elbow. Mm. His throwing elbow. Ouch. And the word out of practice that I read from Wednesday was, his spirals look like, well, I'm throwing the ball. A quackers? And that's not good. Not good. They're a hurt team. I don't think the Titans, uh, Titan, they are the Tennessee Titans, not the Houston Oilers, right? Well, yeah. Unfortunately. You know, I still sometimes call them the Oilers. That's funny. Fishy, fishy you're so old. <laughs> and uh, in Houston, I, they need this W, right? Yeah. And Houston will come out. Deshaun Watson will. Anyone who took him early is going to get big rewards. My opinion, of course. But Mr. Watson's going to run the show there. And the wide receiver number one, what's his name? Hopkins? Nookie Hopkins? What does he call himself? He's got a cool nickname. Nookie? Noogie? I don't know what he calls himself, but he's got a funny nickname. And he's going to have a fine game. Everyone drafted him as their WR1 or 2. And I can see their defense um, showing up and getting a boatload of sacks. Hmm. And I don't know if anyone has the Texans' defense, but if you're streaming, there's one to look at for sure, especially this week. Nobody has them Besides, they need the win. They have to win this game. And I love that in football. Love that. And I see Houston taking care of business. E2 Einstein? Yep. <clears throat> I was looking up the Houston, the Texans defense. It's why, why doesn't anybody have them in our league? That's weird. Well, again, we have a shallow league, and I believe myself, who has two defenses, and probably Mr. Toad has two defenses. I believe everyone else is running with just one. Yeah. And, you know, that to me says – you know, stream, 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 depending on matchups. Yeah. And though there were a couple of games that we called out, the Charger defense, which someone probably already has across the country. But, you know, the Redskin defense might be a sneaky one this week. And if you have, you know, like the Ravens tonight playing in Cincinnati, the Ravens defense was phenomenal. However... The Ravens and Cincinnati, I'm thinking Cincinnati's going to win this game at home. I'm thinking Andy Dalton is going to have a fine game. Start him. Pick him up if you need to. If you have Mariota on your club, pick him up. Um, I don't know why you have Mariota on your club. I have no idea. But if you have Mariota on your club, 
you know, look for look for these guys who are going to play a hot hand. And Andy Dalton is maybe not against the Ravens, but he's going to be a good play for for much of this season. And I can see Mixon having a nice game. Sorry about that click there. I can see the, the wide receivers in Cincinnati having a, a nice game. I can see uh, the Ravens not playing the Buffalo Bills in week two. And Cincinnati's going to beat them, I'm going to call, 24-17 in a lower-scoring game. And if I had either team to pick, I would pick up, you know, Flacco versus Dalton. I'd take Dalton. The Ravens running back versus Mixon, I'm taking Mixon. The Ravens wide receivers against Cincinnati's wide receivers. I'm taking the Cincinnati wide receivers. And both defenses may turn out to be kind of a wash in this game. I look for a close game, but I would prefer, if I had my druthers, to see Cincinnati actually win this game tonight and do so, again, by about seven points in a rough-and-tumble game. Have you seen the uniforms for tonight? Are they still doing no, the, uh, no. the the crazy unis? No, tell me more. I don't know. I, I haven't looked it up yet. But they... <laughs> I thought they got rid of the color rush. Oh, they did? Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know if they did or not. Well, the color rush, there was uh, so many, so many horrible things, and my eyes started to bleed last year with the color rush. <laughs> it was very difficult to watch. Very difficult. Like, even the whites, when teams were wearing whites, it wasn't right. Just, it was odd. Very odd. But it's Cincinnati. What are you doing, Cincinnati? No, they're back. They're back. Color rushes well, are back. You know, and rid riddle me this, Mr. Kobasa. If you live in Cincinnati, Ohio, where are you going on a Friday night? Kentucky. <laughs> oh, and guess what? Oh, you got to be kidding me. I, I'm looking at their... Uh, and Michigan, we should probably do this every week, but you know we, we're on a uh, we're on a collision course next Thursday in Cleveland, Ohio. The 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 color rush. Oh, you got to be kidding me! The color rush for the Cleveland Browns are brown tops and brown pants. That's awful. That's isn't there freaking an emoji awful. With a, isn't there an emoji with a turd on it? Yes, there is. Oh man, that's because is is awful. it that color brown? Y yeah. Oh no. Why don't well, they? Why are they so against the orange pants? We should be wearing orange pants every freaking week. I uh, I agree with you, and you can take the the spelling of Cleveland off their legs. We know who they are. <laughs> we know who you are. We know who you are. You haven't won a game since when? Come on, guys. Oh wait, you know, may, oh maybe that was an old one. Okay, man, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. You know, you gotta. You know, the internet's kind of funny. You you would type in a search, mm -hmm. and it might show you something from 2015. And I catch myself sometimes saying, "Wait a minute, I don't want this." So I have to use the uh, the slider on Google and and change the relevancy from not any time, you know, but the parameters of 24 hours, past hour, past day, past week. In terms of fantasy football, if you're doing any research, Michi at Michi108. Kabasa, put your Twitter Twitter handle on. Here I, I just time. I just re I just retweeted one of your what your tweet. So if you go to my timeline, you can find Michi, and he has zero followers at the moment. But well, give him some followers. My Twitter account is approximately five minutes older than this podcast. So there you have it. <laughs>
Oh, um, oh, and get this, get this. The color rush, they don't, they, they, they have them. They don't have to wear them, but if they like them, they can wear them three times this year. So depending on how much money they need to make, they'll wear them or not wear them in right. terms of uniform sales. Sounds like it. Man, the NFL's got this like cornered from every angle. Unbelievable. Buy the color rush gear for your female friends, people. Do it. Bikini and I tops. Get nothing for that, but it'll make them happy. Therefore, it'll make you happy. And think of the fun when you go, you know, going to a game. Those things are those things are great. As a guy, I'm not so sure I would wear a color rush thing. Do you own? It depends. A, it depends on what they, you know, and how it goes. Like I like orange. A, do you own any of like team gear? Mr. Kobasa? Um, no, no, not jerseys. Just uh, generic T-shirts and a hat. And a hat. I have my hats. I went to a Jet game last year, and I love looking for, like, the throwback stuff. People will put on a United shirt, Gale Sayers. I like that. But the best one I saw ever, the best throwback I ever saw, and one I really want for Christmas, is Polk High, number 33. And there was a dude wearing that, and he was, I just kind of whistled and pointed at him. He kind of pointed and whistled back. The best throwback. The Al Bundy, Polk High, 33. <laughs> I thought that was, I just, I got a real kick out of that. I thought that was way cool. That's funny. And that's all I know about throwback. I own no uh, jerseys. I have a couple hats. And uh, I know other people uh, like to order their kickers for their team. We have a guy in our league. We call him Hex. He calls himself Hex. And whomever Dallas Cowboys have as a kicker, he orders the jersey. <laughs> and every time they get rid of the guy, I said, did you burn the jersey or did you give it to Goodwill? And he said, oh, we're going to wear it. I said, okay. Why you would get a kicker jersey is beyond me. Hi, I'm wearing a number three Raphael Septien. Ain't I cool? I hope he was number three because I was trying to pull Jan Stinnerud out of my uh, hat. I, I couldn't do it fast enough. I thought Fouad Reves was. What number did Lou Groza wear? 70 freaking six. What was it? 76. 76. Now there's the throwback jersey. <laughs> the toe. Nice. Yeah, the toes yeah. great, uh, the, and uh, the the Browns practice at seventy six Lou Groza Boulevard or Lou Groza Drive in Berea, oh, Ohio. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I wonder if his family saw a nickel for that. I hope so. I doubt it. At four o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> Arizona is playing in Los Angeles, but they're playing the Rams. Okay. And I like the Rams as the best team in football this year, and they certainly. Uh, they change the way preseason is going to be played totally where other teams might play a guy might not play a guy. The Rams played nobody and they came into the season completely healthy. And that's, that is, that's just, you know, the way the game has changed and I give them credit for leading the pack and we're just going to watch who follows. But in terms of this fantasy game, if you have any Rams, any Rams, Consider starting them. The wide receivers, the quarterback, the defense. They're gonna they're gonna just eat up Arizona. I've got Robert With, Woods who didn't do much in week one, so I'm hoping to get more from him. 
you would figure that scale would begin to balance very soon because Robert Woods is, is a nice ball player, really nice ball player. But they spread the ball around quite a bit in, in, in Los Angeles, and it's sometimes difficult to get a handle which wide receiver other than Cooper Cup is going to get a steady diet of passes thrown his way. But they're still completely viable, in my opinion. And certainly if you have their D, laugh and enjoy yourself. <laughs> but there's one story in that game that caught my eye, and that is everyone's picking up, um, for instance, Cook from the Oakland Raiders yeah. for, the, for the, the tight end, especially with the tight end injuries that have gone on. But they're taking him a week late because I think the hole that in the Los Angeles Rams is going to be how they defend the tight end. Therefore, much like the New York football giants of the last couple years, if you have a tight end going against the Rams, that might be the only offensive player you want to start. And there's a guy with two hyphens in his name who is starting in Arizona. People will have to look it up. His mama can call. His mama could tweet me saying, this is my son's name, la, la, la. But I don't know his name. But the tight end position might be the hole in the Rams' armor on defense. And Ricky Seals-Jones, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, how many hyphens in that name? Uh, one, but he's got right, Seals-Jones. Yeah. And that would be the guy to say, if I'm taking a flyer and say I got uh, the kid from – Tennessee, um, who's not going to play again this year, um, and a couple other tight ends that are banged up. I'm not sure what to do. Find the Arizona tight end. He might surprise you with double-digit points this week. Rick, other than that, Ricky Seals Jones. He's uh, he's not getting as much. He's not getting as many ads as uh, Will Disley from Seattle or Ben yeah. Watson from New Orleans. But he's uh, he's. About 10th as far as ads go in the NFL league. Based on what Cook and the Raiders did to the Rams, I see the potential for the hole in their defense, and tight end could be the way to exploit them. Um, you know, we'll hear that in the next two weeks if this pans out by all the talking heads, but that's what I saw in week one. The potential is there, and if you're in need, go ahead and stream them. Try. I think there might be some of it real surprise value there and if that indeed becomes a trend well we'll be doing that all year won't we yep who the rams playing don't you know be careful with the rest of them but the tight end might be a very vulnerable spot for a very good club hmm. you got david johnson on your squad he didn't play most of the second half last week you got to be pulling your hair and i would expect him to touch the ball 30 times and still not gain 20 fantasy points I just, the Rams are that tough. And I would start them if I had them, but that would be about it. You know, take a flyer perhaps on the tight end. You got David Johnson on your team. You cannot bench him. Other than that, the Rams are just going to steamroll this team. What do you say, Mr. Kibasa? I have to agree with you, but we'll see. All right. We, we put a big, uh, we'll put a big flag up on that game to watch how the T tight end plays out. Mm -hmm. And if we're right, well, there's a reason why we're doing a podcast and there's a reason why people should be tweeting us. If we're wrong, it's still an opinion you haven't heard anywhere else. And damn it, that's what we're here for. That's right. Nice. Can we talk about the uh, question mark game of the week? Let's do it. 
Detroit at San Francisco. Mr. Cabasa, I want to say something. I'm going to let you talk. Do I have no idea what either of these two teams are? And I would stay away from this game. I mean, I would, you know, a stick isn't long enough. A tree isn't long. Empire State Building isn't long enough to keep me away from this game because that's how far I'm staying away from this game. Wow. Please tell me what you see in this game. Well, I want. I'm. I'm looking at Jimmy Garoppolo and seeing where he's going to do because the monkey has him. Monkey wants to climb on his back and ride him all year, and monkey's zero one. So what's going to happen there? But I, he's probably going to go with Mahomes after after he stole Mahomes from. Uh, did he steal him from you after I stole Dak Prescott from him? I um. I had um. In, just for the sake of background, the whole my our whole league had me trading Aaron Rodgers this year. And it was a big blockbuster. It didn't go through for a couple of reasons. But I do believe that Mr. Monkey, he's going to love hearing this. I do believe Mr. Monkey, the football savant that he is, believed the hype. And I think he took Mahomes not only because he's a good player, but that he knew that I was going to grab him. My draft mistake was, I, again, for the second year in a row, I took Aaron Rodgers and not a second quarterback. My note said, take Mahomes and take Mahomes in the ninth round. And I got a little excited. Yes, even me. Ah, that's funny. You should saw me throw the beer on that guy. I wasn't excited at all. I was calm. But you were calm and calculated as a, a psychopath would be because you knew you knew oh. that you had a you oh. had you had the spider web. You, you put the web up and he jumped right into it. And I believe uh, I believe Mr. Monkey should start Mr. Mahomes in this game because I don't know what Garoppolo is. I don't know what the 49ers are. And the same can be said about Detroit. Um, gosh, if you got fantasy guys there, who you know, if you got only Garoppolo, you got to take them. The kid, uh, don't they have a wide receiver that got banged up there? Do I have that on my notes? Negative. I do not have San that Francisco? on my notes. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, Goodwin had a little bang, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. I'd have to reference that. People reference that and tweet me, Michi at Michi 108. Tell me how wrong I was on that injury idea. It, and it's I'll just at Michi that. 108. That's all it is. Michi oh, is that how at it works? Michi 108. That's what you say. The at first, yeah. Well, you see, I'm five minutes into Twitter. There you have it. There you go. I can take the hammer, people. Bring the love. <laughs> And uh, so, for again, would you? Who would you take in terms of fantasy relevance in this game? I think Garoppolo is going to snap back. I think the Lions are going to snap back. So it's going to be a good game because they neither of them had good games in Week One, so they got a lot to prove. Detroit right. especially has a lot to prove. The uh, the stuff I heard coming out of Detroit, the vitriol coming out of Detroit this week, and their, that they were aiming at their new head coach was laughable yeah i I, uh i'm gonna this is my game i'm gonna watch just so these guys may show me i'm not putting my fantasy luck or my fantasy love on any player on either of these two teams not this week because the unknown is so large my opinion again that's my opinion on this one (laughs) enough about that who cares nobody cares about that game well, the thing is, it's a big country, and the 49ers have a great fan base, and I think and, the Detroit Lions fan base all died when Bobby Lane died, or 
No, that's too old. For when people. Barry Sanders retired. That's the one. Thank you very much yeah. for bringing us at least up into the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Garoppolo well, went four and zero to end the year. Everybody thought, okay, we've got something going here. He comes out, throws some interceptions, and loses a game week one. So don't give up. It's like it's it's jumped to conclusions week. So now we're going into what is this batting down the hatches week? You know, you got the first game out of the way. You, you shook out the butterflies. It's like okay, now we get down to business and start showing people what kind of football team we are, for better or for worse. At least through the first quarter of the season, yes. Because, you know, these first four games, perhaps, are the ones that they're going to get the kinks out. If teams stay healthy, teams will improve. But they'll, they'll, I think a couple of these clubs will work it out. Um, parody in the NFL is a very funny thing. One week you're great, the next week you suck. One week you suck, the next week you're great. So based on that philosophy, damn it, take Matt Stafford. Take Garoppolo and enjoy the points because it's going to be one way or the other, man. Shoot if it that, out. If that philosophy of, you know, turn it around in week two, let's see what we got actually works, then it might be, you know, then go opposite of what I'm saying. But for me, it's one of those I need I need to see it personally. Okay. Thanks. Okay, Mishy. Let's do we like a ten minute warning here. Let's do ten more good minutes. So pick a what do you want to get to in this last ten minutes here? Oh, we're perfect, brother. We have Oakland at Denver. Okay. And for me, I'm taking Denver to win this game. And I I am right now not believing in Chucky one bit. I'm not believing in David Carr one bit. Why not? The Raiders because you don't want because you don't like Chucky or just because I love Chucky. I love him. I love if he was my neighbor, I'd have him over for dinner, drinking beer in the back, talking sports, playing sports. Man, imagine Chucky in a game of uh, cornhole and that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing for beers, Chucky. Let's go. Oh, oh. <laughs> Corona extra. Yeah, Chucky. I got a phone for you. Every time you get a cornhole, the phone will ring. We'll all drink. But <laughs> Oakland played one half of football last week and they were tied if i remember correctly they were tied at halftime they had no juice in the second half which would be the antithesis of what the rams did because oakland pretty much rested everybody and came out completely like crap you know average but had no staying power so therefore it's it was unsuccessful i look for denver to actually win this game and I uh which who's the running back in Denver now? Uh grandma, grandpa and god knows who else. I have I am not sure. And I don't think it matters. I think that Denver is going to play a hot hand like a lot of teams do. Um fantasy wise, you might want to say Manuel Sanders is there for you. Um to understand uh Mr. Thomas has a little bit of a bang up somewhere in his body. I'd have to look it up again. But I would say that uh, Emmanuel Sanders would be your sneaky play there. Philip Lindsay and, is getting all the ads this week. He's leading yeah, that, the league. Don't you think that's the overreaction to? Oh, definitely, one? it's the overreaction for the kid. You no, know, that's textbook overreaction. And uh, I always say, um, when you pick a guy up, play him. You believed enough to pick him up. Go ahead and play him. Back it up. And if you say, "Well, I'm not going to start him," then why are you picking him up? You know, you want bench strength, fine. 
But you pick a kid up, you want to play a hot hand, put him in the game. And we will see. I'm not sure how to find uh, the analytics behind this. But all the guys and girls out there in fantasy land who pick up the Denver running back, show some guts and play him. Let's see what you got. I'm going to show some guts right now. I just picked up Adrian Peterson and I dropped Marlon Mack. So there you go, kids. Kaboom! How did you ever draft Marlon Mack? He was all, he was all that was left. He was all that was oh, left. Oh, I needed I, I, another running fair, back. That's fair enough. Mishy, little Mishy talking a little kabasa, making some moves. Very nice. <laughs> I don't. I I, I, I I was trying to gauge your subterfuge. You know, when you're like, are you trying to talk me out of Adrian Peterson? But but you know what? I always I I, I think I've picked him up a couple years and just to have him because I keep thinking he's going to do something. But what the hell? I'd rather have him than Adrian than Marlon Mack. But now I need to. But see, I got Doug Baldwin and Alshon Jeffrey sitting injured, and I don't know. You know, I'm like, well, I'm and I'm pretty much burning a, a roster spot just to keep Dak Prescott, just to irritate Monkey. So I got to keep Prescott. <laughs> I uh, I made my when I saw you draft him, my comment was he'll be cut by week three. <laughs> no way, man! I'm I'm keeping him just to dangle right over the monkey, and if we meet in the if championship game, I'm gonna play him. You, uh, Mr. Let, for the sake of the people listening, Mr. Kilbasa is a mutter in fantasy football. <laughs> if you're playing Mr. Kilbasa in a game, don't expect to score more than 70 points. <laughs> it, and don't expect him to score more than 70 points because he'll take you in the mud, beat you down, and basically make it to the playoffs and compete to, for a championship. One of these years, Mr. Kilbasa, you're going to come out and be like the high scorer. I know it. One of these but years. with the injuries this year, you're going to have to continue to be a mutter and take people down that way. Yeah. It, it is, it, it's classic. It's classic. I'm happy with my I, – I went in. I, I let a couple guys go so I could get some early round running backs. So I got Jordan Howard and Dalvin Cook. So I'm, I'm all in on those two. Perfect. So you know they, they didn't do much and they they didn't I didn't guy I didn't have guys score touchdowns basically I, I had decent performances out of my guys but nobody was scoring touchdowns so if, we, if I get a few more touchdowns I think I could do do some good here. That's why you're a mutter sometimes. <laughs> Your guys play well enough, you know, but you just short a little bit and and you're gonna find yourself looking for those running backs because two injured wide receivers you're gonna find yourself looking for wide receivers excuse me because two injured wide receivers on your roster is just tough to overcome mm -hmm. just tough and so i will say to you what we said is the jump of this mike williams san diego hmm. i like the kicker in denver for either team I would prefer to take the Denver defense if I had to, and then I don't like anybody else in that game. We have six minutes. Let's go to New England at Jacksonville. Yeah. What a great game. What a great game it's going to be. The injury report is Leonard Fournette has a hamstring and has not practiced. Which is music to my ears. I thought he was going to do light practice today because that's who the monkey, the monkey has him. He has him the, and Pookie, or uh, him and Ezekiel You want to hear the truth? You want to hear the true comedy coming out of Jacksonville? Yeah. The coach reported that Fournette said he had this injury in high school and he knows how to manage it. <laughs> comedy. That comedy. Is... Comedy. You can't do anything about a pulled hamstring, man. That's why you no. got to stretch out, kids. Or stretch out. hamstring. Yeah. Either. 
No, you I, can't do it. You can't. You can't sprint. I don't care how close you are. If that thing isn't healed, you do one good sprint, and you're you're gonna rip that thing right back to where it was. You know, for me, having not really had that injury, I've had ankles and knees, but not a hamstring. Because I play basketball, I run backwards. My mm. idea is that people who run forwards all the time, the front muscles are very strong. Yeah. You run backwards, you strengthen the back ones, the hamstrings, the glutes, the quads. The front gets stronger because you're working more of a muscle group. Totally. And I think when I hear hamstring issues, I think, come on, man, let's play some off-season basketball. I'll show you how to backpedal. You'll get that nice and strong, Mm -hmm. and you will not have this injury. But. You know, apples for apples, that doesn't mean anything. Well, and you're, you know, like, you're long and lanky, whereas I'm, on the other hand, I've always had legs that were like tree trunks. So I, there's a lot of meat in there. So, man, if I, like, go from zero to sprint or something like that, it just it, something's going to rip really fast. So I, I've always had to, you know, if I'm going to actually do something physical, I've always had to make sure that the, the that you're getting the, the juice flowing through, those, flowing through that meat. So Mr. stretching Kibasi. is important. I may be long and lean now, but in my athletic days, I have to buy a pair of 38 pants to get into my 32 waist because my legs were so big. Mm. You had the same problem. That's what you're describing. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, like, except I was like, thir- you know, 38 30s. <laughs> <instead of> 30. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all right. So it's the same thing, though. The legs, the, the, my legs were so big, I had four three sizes too big just to get them on oh yeah yeah no I, I'm, I'm the same way and, and forget yeah. about keeping them over your waist keeping them up on your waist you know try and get them up to your waist over right. your legs mom these pants aren't fitting i'm not wearing them yeah but they're huskies from sears they cost 13 bucks <laughs> you're wearing them i'm surprised you wore huskies corduroys. oh What's man that? i hated cor- I, I i'm surprised you wore huskies i definitely wore huskies we're of a generation, my friend, and the people who don't know what Huskies are and never saw a steer store, man, that's probably a good thing. New England at Jacksonville. <laughs> I would take, I would, if you're looking for a running back, T.Y. Yeldon, because of that Fournette injury, is worth it. Jacksonville's D is worth it. I think Chowda, Tom Brady will go down there and get his, and get a whooping. I think New England's getting a whooping this weekend versus Jayville. I'm all in on Jayville. Jayville going to avoid the storm? I think if anything, it's going to rain. Okay. If, if any, however, with that storm, Jacksonville will be on the left side of that storm, which means wind. If you're on the right side of a storm like the hurricane, like that, you're going to get the rain. Hmm. Washington D.C., for instance, Atlanta might have a small problem because they declared a state of emergency. They're playing in a dome, but it's going to be wind and rain, and I don't. Personally, I don't see very many games being impacted by the hurricane that's coming in. And I like Jacksonville a lot. How about you? Who are you like in New England? Who are you going to sell to the people of America that is going to be fantasy relevant in New England? This my week? question about my, my, my question about New England. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pretend that Gronkowski is not going to have 16 good games because I let him go. And I've had him. I kept him for, you know, five years. And, oh, he's one of your boys, too. Yeah, but, so I'd let him. But I let him go this year. So, you know, and you, he I, so many years he'd get he'd have some great games, get hurt, miss three weeks, come back, have a bad game, then have two good games. You know, it was always like that. So he. he He's money in the bank as far as tight ends go, but what I want to know is when when are people going to start jumping or when when are you going to reach for Julian Edelman? He's got what three more weeks of suspension, so he comes back week five, I think, and in coming off book, a knee. I, 
in my book, I picked the guy up a week early because on the waiver wire, you don't know, you know, I have a winning, I won at least in week one. So I have a low waiver pickup. If I happen to win again in week two, I'll have another low waiver wire pickup. And by the time Edelman becomes available and active to play, I won't get him. So if I wanted him, I'd pick him up a week early, maybe week four, pick him up, you know, his last game of his suspension and just have him on your roster and be ready. So, so the question is, I think everybody else is going to think that too. So do you, so who's going to go week three? That's what I'm trying to figure out. If you got a spot. We, um, next week we'll talk about it. And anyone wants to, uh, at Michi 108, ask that question. You could ask questions for week three. Please ask Mr. Kibasa the same questions on Twitter at Johnny Kibasa. They know where to find me, man. Johnny Kilbasa and in the Sausage Hut, 30 Sausage Huts in 30 days. And so we are on a collision course, Mishy, next week when we talk. And let's, uh, we could probably shoot for another next Thursday if we, if you want to do that. We can do that. Let's go real fast. Green Bay at Dallas, excuse me, the Giants at Dallas. Okay. Take the running back in, in for the Dallas, excuse me, take the running back for the Giants, take Odell Beckham for the Giants. And, of course, you take Ezekiel Elliott, who just is going to just get a boat, boatload of touches and thus put up points. Mm-hmm. Anyone else I do not like in that game. Okay. And I know we're on a time limit. We have a Monday night game that um, is going to be Seattle at Chicago. The This is huge for me because I got Russell Wilson and Jordan Howard. The two cities involved in there will watch the game. I uh, – um, <laughs> I would think that Chicago's D is going to be the most fantasy relevant in that game. I feel bad for uh, Russell Wilson because uh, Doug Baldwin's not playing. And before I get too far, we spoke of the Atlanta Falcons a a while ago. Devontae Freeman has a concussion. That makes Mr. Coleman a must start this weekend. Hmm. I'm just reviewing my notes. It has to happen. So, again, Freeman has a concussion in Atlanta, and Coleman is going to be a money player if you have him on your squad. Seattle, I would hope that your quarterback shows up and does his thing because I'm rooting for Mr. Kilbasa. But I think that Chicago's defense wins that game. You know what? I'm probably damn wrong on that. Let's go. Let's say Chicago's defense sucked like it did in the second half. Take Russell Wilson. Be careful with your wide receivers and your running backs in Seattle. Jordan Howard is a good call. I'm watching Trubisky closely. Um, I watched that second half of the game, and we were on the text line. And when Aaron Rodgers was making that comeback, um, I said, well, I kind of knew that was going to happen. I said that before it happened. You got uh, Mr. Monkey laughed at me. He actually <laughs> scolded me, and I had to yell back at him. But – Chicago showed me nothing in that second half. They showed a lot in the first half, but they show, and it's going to be a very big battle for the Chicago Bears against that game. Seattle's defense is no good. Your man Howard is going to be your uh, leading scorer. Allen Robinson might be a guy if you have him on your team. Put him in. Seattle's not the same defense that they that they used to be. That's my opinion there on that Monday night game. Bravo, Mr. Cabasa. What say you? 
I, I hope uh, I, I'm all in on Russell Wilson. He's been my quarterback for three or four years now. I hope Khalil Mack comes back down to earth. I hope he's really sore this week because he does he wasn't in <laughs> shape after he had a great game. He can barely walk. <laughs> Absolutely. Have that soreness game. And uh, Russell Wilson Russell Wilson is going to find people to throw to. If he doesn't, I hope he'll start running again. But I know he doesn't want to start running again. But just score you know, some touchdowns because I'm going to need every touchdown I can. 85 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 225 in the air, no interceptions. Not Take bad. Take it any day. Yep. You know, that's well over 24 fantasy points, and you're very happy with that. Yep. So That's week three. Excuse me. That's week two. Yes, week fantasy. two. We covered it. Comprehensive. And as we kick off. Week two tonight, Ravens, Bengals at an AFC North slobber knocker in Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati tonight. Who you like tonight? I'll take the Ravens just to be on the other side of it. Because I, I don't. I'm never take this. I never take. I don't want to take either of them. I hope they have a well, tie. That's what I All always right, say. So, Whenever I hear so, somebody so, say they're from Ohio and then they say they're from Cincinnati, I'm like, no, Cincinnati is part of Kentucky. <laughs> Exactly. So our wager on the Sausage Hut will be this. One corn dog at the Ohio State Fair on tonight's game. <laughs> you got I it. Got the, you got I it. I got the Bengals. You got the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to them hot dogs and them corn dogs at the Ohio State Fair. Nice. Awesome. They, 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 Everyone have a great week. You too, Michi. And we'll, let's, let, we'll do this again next Thursday. And next Thursday we will be on a collision course because – Kowski and I are flying to Cleveland, and we are going to the Jets-Browns game next Thursday night. Mishy, you still got Football. time to get a ticket and a plane ticket. You got a free place to stay, that's for sure. I uh, I learned how to fix brakes on my car this weekend. Mm -hmm. It only took me four days to do the front brakes, by the way. Oh, God. And uh, I may just drive to Ohio if I want to. That's it. <laughs> we'll get you in one way or another. Fantastic. Mr. Kilbasi, appreciate you, everyone. Thank you. Send the questions on Twitter. We'll be happy to reply there. And uh, I'll tell you what, for the bonus, the best questions we'll cover straight away next week. What do you think, Mr. Kilbasi? That sounds great. Go follow Mishy. What is it? One, two, Mishy, one, two, three. One. No, man, come on. I'm sorry. Mr. Eraser out. Mishy 108. Mishy 108. Yes, sir. Power 108. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. 30 podcasts in 30 days on the Sausage Hut Radio Sports Network.